Hello. Is well, this hello there? Is this Mr. Dark Mavis? This is Dark here to <laughs> here to be your listening ear. So, what's going on for tonight? Well, you know, I felt inspired to just have a conversation with everything that's going on in the world. You know, right now we have uh, everything is a PSYOP. You know, we have this um, pretend election going on where, you know, half of the country is, you know, we're all being pitted against each other. And, you know, we're being sold lies. We have um, soldiers being microwaved uh, on the (laughs) border of India. We have, uh, you know, the MSM uh, sending these just, just all these things that are happening in our life. And I can't help but think that they're happening specifically to provoke an emotional response and cause a meltdown amongst the populace. And uh, there are some other things that uh, I, I could I could continue on, but that's, uh, I felt that it was important for us to have a conversation. Now I know usually Dugan uh, would join us, but I know he's unable to this evening. So, you know, why the hell not just jump in and do it together? I agree with you on that. I'm I'm thinking back to um was it uh Sung Su Art of War um divide and conquer you don't have to go in and fight the masses if you have the masses fighting each other and then you exactly. come in as the the great savior the one that's going to clean everything up. Um also okay. new news today is um uh, Israeli uh space defense um guy um he's saying that there's aliens and they have been to earth um confirmed yeah yeah. not only that confirmed by uh uh i forgot the guy's name but uh someone from uh canadian there's a canadian i thought there's an american as well um yeah bob lazar uh talked about it he was he was um what one of the first people that um talked about s4 uh secret testing ground groom lake area 51 element 115 which they said was impossible and now we have it um there's so many so many crazy things out there um you know it's hard to focus on one thing at one point in time we all used to be called conspiracy theorists and then and laughed at and joked at and mocked. And now all these conspiracies are showing to be true. And yeah. the one thing that that fucking blows my mind is the fact that you can have all this truth be let out. But there's so much information being put out there. Nobody can focus on one specific thing for more than five minutes. So no matter if they put out the truth on aliens, weapons of war, psyops on what they're doing to this country or around the world with one world government, um, there's so much information out there that nobody can focus on one specific thing. And may I share with you why I think that is? Why? I think 
I believe that that in itself is by design. I believe that we are force-fed information at such a high rate. I mean, just look at the notifications alone on your phone. Like your brain can only process so much information, right? Like you hear people say all the time, like uh, a very popular saying is like, I can only do, you know, so many things at once, right? Like you, your brain can process, I think something along the lines of like 6 million thoughts within a second. Like I'm looking at a room right now, right? By me just simply looking in this room, I am looking at the contents of a of a massive workbench. I'm looking at the colors of the walls, which are different. I'm looking at the like all these things, the the you know the distance, potential the of the things in there. Yeah, like all these things. Identification are, of of things just by sight. Yeah, I and, see what you're saying. It, it, if if the mainstream media who you know we've discussed like who owns that um, if the mainstream media being a part of you know potential world government um, and whoever we just lost by even saying uttering the words world government sorry um, but if uh, if the MSM who is you know a, a cog in the wheel of world government if their job is to stimulate the the populace as much as possible by just flooding you with information, even if it's information about one thing. It's still, you know, the same idea as your cell phone, you know, the microchip, right? The, you know, the just constant notifications, constant information, and it's we're running around on overload, forgetting about the most important things. Yep. I try to explain to uh, people because we are going to go to another war. We don't know if it's going to be a war within our own borders or a war with uh, China. But when it comes down to it, I tell everybody uh, that gets panicked and just tries to focus in on all these things because it's it's futile to try to focus on these to try to organize because everything's already been set in motion. So basically, I explain everything like you have to treat your your psyche as a light switch when the power goes out and radio signals are no longer being broadcast you have to flick a switch in your head and mm-hmm. go to a survival mode primitive style and yeah. you have to protect your family you know Damn, it is cold is. out here <laughs> hey, it's it's cold out here too brother yeah uh, i'll tell you that uh the the sad thing and and this is where like let's say it from the sense of like uh um, an apocalyptic movie right the majority of people die and the majority of people die because they haven't actually sat down and had a conversation with themselves even for like the people that are you know interested in like firearms and survival tools and things like that right if you carry a gun on a normal basis and understand that you may have a moment where you have to use that gun to preserve yourself uh against you know whatever or whoever else you have to even if it wasn't consciously 
you have to have had a conversation with yourself that like I know that there may be a moment that that switch needs to flip right and am, am I going to be okay with that can I be okay with that and uh, I think the same thing can be said for what we're looking at now is that we don't know what the war ahead is going to look like and whether it's going to be an information war uh a um i mean it likely will either way but you know an information war a uh, war fought with bullets uh like whatever that looks like you need to have a conversation with yourself and and, and you know make sure that uh that you know that you're prepared to flip flip that switch and go to whoever that person is, that version of yourself that even scares you. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. One thing I've spoke upon is we had that big giant rush um, of all these zombie movies and everybody's talking about the zombie apocalypse I believe it was a psyops to be able to desensitize people to large groups of people roving around trying to find resources whenever um, the shit hits the fan, essentially. And because if you think about it as large groups of people that are hungry, that will invade your house and basically could harm you, your family, to be able to take away food, supplies, or resources which will inevitably leave you, you know, wanting and needing and basically end your lives because you have nothing to be able to provide, nothing to eat, nothing to be able to drink, uh, no way to hunt, provide, whatever it may or be. in the lives of others. Oh, yeah. So I think that was a psyops on to desensitize people um, to large masses of people going around. Um, and basically trying to harvest, you know, hunter gatherers, essentially, in a modern time that becomes a dystopian uh, future, which looks to be like our present here soon. You know, it's funny that you say that because I, I'll even give her a shout out. I was uh, looking through my notifications uh, a little while back. Okay, I think we lost uh, Dark here. Well, until he gets his uh, microphone corrected. Hey, we're back connected again. There we go. Um, Do you want me to just go ahead and jump back in? Yeah, jump right back in. So... um... I was saying it's interesting that you brought that up about uh, the hordes of people, uh, you know, seeking to to feed (laughs) Um, because and I'll even give this girl a shout out. I think it's worthy. Um, I was uh, a couple weeks back. I was watching um, on YouTube uh, when the election shit was kind of more fresh. Yeah. Um, I uh, saw a notification on YouTube for Liberty Hangouts. Oh, I know Liberty uh, Hangouts. Yeah, she does a pretty good job. I mean, she's very, very biased and still blinded by the right. Not to say that that's bad, but uh, I think the world needs to wake up. But aside from that, um, um, 
she uh, she went to FSU, and I think I actually sent you the video. And uh, at FSU, she went to go uh, interview some people, and she she had like five or six Trump supporters um, following behind her, and um, they started to get followed. They started to amass a crowd that was yelling at them. Oh, I saw it. It was disgusting. Throwing things at them, yelling that they hope that they die. They hope that their family dies. I mean, it was one of the most putrid, just fucking vile, disgusting things I've ever seen. But what it reminded me of was a horde of zombies or you know for the people our age uh, a horde of walkers <laughs> um you know that uh, were just mindless and that were completely controlled and they were just looking to feast and that is exactly what uh what i think we're headed for whether we like it or not and let's let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room no pun intended um you know, we, we've had this conversation offline that, uh, you know, we believe that uh, right now, you know, let's say half the country, let's just round it off, okay, about half the country voted for Joe Biden. And the entire country is being told that Joe Biden is going to become, you know, is president-elect, is going to become our president, and um, that, uh, you know, he they're already headed in the direction of him uh, becoming our commander in chief. And um, we're of the belief that with Trump being as, as quiet as he has been, um, that he's working behind the scenes that uh, I think, and, and I, you, you and I have had this conversation that by design, what they want to do is to, to make all these people think that, that, that hate Trump and just despise Trump um, think that they're winning, that they are, you know, going to have a different president and that they are just going to pull the rug out from under the country and say, Trump, Trump won, he stole it, he stole and they're going to bring him back in and that will cause a complete and utter fucking meltdown in the country. And if you think those riots were bad back in like June, July, August, in places like Portland year round, but you know, if you think those were bad, like this would cause a complete and utter meltdown of civilization. Oh, I hundred percent agree. They've polarized both parties in such a manner that um they want to be able to start uh civil dissidents. They want to be able to have that divide where the conservatives on one side um, peacefully protesting with their rifles end up starting shooting people um, or just people in general starting to get fed up of these people throwing Molotov cocktails and incendiary devices at their homes, their businesses being looted. And I think they really, really were hoping for more people to be shot, injured, killed, uh, yeah. you know, uh, going against these things, but uh, it didn't happen. But the, the right is more tolerant. <laughs> oh, yeah, very much and more. And they're responsible, and they have jobs, and they, it, it, 
it's a completely different demographic that is not going to react to stimuli like the left is. Yep. Shoot, all you have to do is call somebody by what they don't approve as their pronoun, and you can start a whole freaking riot in front of your house. Um, you know, oh, it, it's it's crazy. crazy. They're giving people, they're doing identity politics. Identity politics is basically, I identify as a man, but you have the sexual organs of a woman. No, but I identify as a man. So now from now on, I'm a man. And if you ever refer to me as a woman, that's hate speech. That's dead naming. And I just found out what that meant today. It's freaking ridiculous. If oh, I, wow. Yeah, dead naming is actually, you can get banned from Twitter for dead naming. Shoot, over in Europe, you can get arrested for it. You can wow. get arrested uh, for not calling somebody by their pronoun because that's hate speech. That's discrimination. Cis white males are being discriminated and being basically verbally and emotionally beaten on and told that, you know, it's our white privilege, the reason why all this is the way it is. But meanwhile, all these people that are able to use their own personal hate speech and get away with it because it's their right are taking away the rights of other people to be able to talk um, and be able to express themselves or even freely gather. Um, and these people that are, that are basically supporting this, you know, kangaroo court, this dog and pony show of their politicians and pretty much majority of the politicians, they are the establishment. They're the ones that have been keeping these things in place. They're the ones that want all this stuff to happen. And nobody can open their eyes and look at the truth, look at the facts, step back and observe what is going on. Why is it going on? No, everybody has to be put in their little bubble and in their own little uh, units in their uh, in their in this world. Uh, the gay community, uh, if you notice, all the gays are starting to move in next to each other. The black community, Asian, Hispanic. Everybody stays next to their own people or their own, you know, cult. And I find that to be completely disgusting. How do you have diversity? How do you have openness? How do you have the ability to open up lines of communication when everybody is freaking digging in their sides and they're not giving anybody a chance to understand, to comprehend, to learn, to listen? Um, it, it's, they it's ridiculous. They, they want segregation. Mm -hmm. They want segregation. Even if you read the, the BLM manifesto, they want segregation. And yeah. I want to back it up. Really Every, everybody's a victim. And if you're a victim, it's so much easier to say, boo hoo, boo hoo. I'm offended. I'm hurt. You did something wrong against me. And I'm going to tell the world. I can't yeah. stand that shit. Uh, well, victim mindset is, I mean, a lot of people would say that, like, just like millennials and, you know, Generation X and even part of generating the Generation Z are just like, have, they have built in victimhood mentality. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to actually back up to something else that you said, because I think that could take us on a, a really interesting conversational journey, because um, you had mentioned that... Uh, you know, everything going on in the world is polarizing. And we have, you know, let's say half the world on the left, half the world on the right. We know that 
It's way more complicated than that. And um, they have, the, the MSM has done a great job. And this is a combination of alt media, social media, MSM. They have done a great job of, you know, now anyone that is even remotely right of center, um, if it is a, a white man with a rifle, it's a it's a boogaloo boy, right? It's yep. uh, they have this whole you know artificial boogaloo movement which doesn't even exist. It, they're memes, like like the boogaloo is is so for for our listeners, like break down what what the boogaloo is. The boogaloo was basically based off of a uh, movie, uh, like or. Electric Boogaloo Two or some something like that. I forget the exact yeah. name, but um, mm-hmm. it's a whole bunch of people who support their Second Amendment uh, want to peacefully protest, and they wear Hawaiian shirts and they get kitted up and they parade their rifles around as a show of force, but also a peaceful show of force, saying "We mm-hmm. the people" essentially, and these people. Uh, basically, from what I've seen, they've had really no run-ins with the laws. They haven't burned anything down. They haven't went around assaulting people or destroying businesses. But now they're being labeled as a domestic terrorist organization, which <laughs> is kind of kind of funny because the people doing all the domestic terrorism are peaceful protesters. The <laughs> yeah. They're they're just expressing their rights. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. I have the right to burn down a building. No problem. Yeah. The only I have the thing... right to burn down a target because uh, BLM, that's why. Yeah, and I find it funny because these Democratic governors and uh, leadership, you know, they don't want their federal buildings touched, but everything else, if it's not federal property, go for it. You're good to go. Yeah, it's It's embarrassing. And then they want to blame it on our current sitting president, which is completely ridiculous. And uh, yeah. I think because people need to, to find their sense. own independence and stop relying on group mentality to feel like you fit in. This digital yeah, age look, is bullshit. Look at the power of mob mentality. And that's actually what, what, what I'm kind of heading towards is that, like, you know, people started using a play on words based on, you know, the electric boogaloo. Um, it's uh, the movie Breakin. Uh, yeah, Break like... Into Electric Boogaloo. That's what it was. Yeah, the Breakdance yeah. movie that sucked. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you nailed it. It's but you know, just so people kind of know what to reference, like you know, when they hear um, Boogaloo, it's you know, they're talking about about like Civil War V two point right? And then yep. as probably a terrible joke or a meme, someone said like you know, um, like uh, Civil War 2 or Civil War 2.0, Electric, electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah, Civil War 2, yeah. Electric Boogaloo, I remember. Yeah, and then from there, all these memes came out of the right versus left shit, and then, you know, you escalate to, like, all, you know, the Proud Boys and all these other, you know, um, lightly organized uh, protests of, of let's call it you know right-leaning people mostly white but right-leaning people with rifles and plate carriers and um 
then you have the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, the Kenosha kid, who, you know, regardless of what your belief of, of him is, that he shouldn't have been out there, he, you know, shouldn't have gone out there, shouldn't have had a rifle, shouldn't, whatever. I mean, I don't, not that I believe that, I'm just saying these are the, the thoughts that I've heard. I think um, people need to stand up and, you know, support um, support their communities and support other communities around and, you know, I think things could have been different, but at the same time, you know, he had, he was defending himself. Um, yeah. And there was a, there was a funny meme and I, I'm a big fan of dark humor. I was military and, you know, that's the way we were able to get by with a lot of things is using dark humor, losing friends and, you know, stuff of that nature kind of uh, can wear on you. So you have to use dark humor to be able to, offset that and be able to keep your your mentality from from truly you know going off the rails psychically or uh, psychotically but um there was a awesome meme and uh the guys from impractical jokers it shows them in the room with the microphone and they're like okay now go ahead and try to grab his rifle I thought that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious, and I've showed oh, that to a couple man. people, and they were like, that's messed up, man. How, how can you laugh at that? I'm like, well, you know, you have to laugh at, you know, effed up situations so it doesn't beat on you psychologically. And oh, dude, it's like the, it's like there was one that was the Eminem one, and it's like knees weak, arms are heavy, and then it says something about arm spaghetti. Oh like, my god, I saw that one too. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're great, but you got to find the humor in in the dark, right? Yep. No pun intended. But here, here's here's the interesting thing is that when the Kenosha kid, whatever your you know belief or you know like the these these people's beliefs are. Like, I, I would say it was a clean shoot. He was defending yeah. himself. He did what the fuck he was supposed to. And likely, I would have done the same. Uh, well, I'm not going to go there. But um, if I was in danger of, you know, losing life and limb and extreme bodily injury and or death, and if someone drew a firearm on me, absolutely no question. Um, but my point to this is that now the picture of Boogaloo the picture of inciting a second civil war in our country is a white man with a rifle. And now there are white papers that, we, you know, we've talked about this. There are white papers that are being, um, you know, uh, passed around in NGOs and, you know, LEO agencies where, you know, they're saying that Boogaloo is an organized movement and it, it, they, what they want to do is paint this picture of anyone that is right of center or appears right of center and is a white man with a rifle and a plate carrier is a domestic terrorist. Yep. Now, what and will they, brought the, they brought those laws up um, in the guise of talking about Antifa and, yep. you know, the, these violent protesters, uh, rioters, looters. But it's all going back to setting up these things and making it look like it's going after the the violent people. But they're really setting it up to go after the standard or what used to be the norm, um, you know, the people that are right of center. And, you know, it's it's deplorable, but it's another battle that we have to fight. It's you know, we have to fight for our freedom of speech. That's why freedom of speech is number one. 
the reason why is we need to talk this out. We need to discuss these things. We need to have a open line of communication. If open line of communication breaks down, that's why we have our second amendment. And our second amendment is to protect our first amendment. So when you look at these things, our founding fathers, you know, they, they had, they hit the, the nail right on the head. They were on the money with all this stuff. And the more we get away from our constitution, the more we lose our identity and the more we fall back into this one world government, the great reset, all these things to be able to take away our American independence, our pride and our way of life to be able to appease the 1%. And the 1% is not the ones that we see. It's not the Jeff Bezos. It's not, you know, the Bill Gates and all these other people. It's not the celebrities. It's the people that are behind all of this. The people who have been controlling the banking system, the people who have been manipulating economies and basically overthrowing governments and putting in puppet governments so we can maintain control of resources and, you know, take over, um, you know, large plots of land uh, throughout the world without saying that we're conquesting them. But this group of people, it's not about the U.S. It's not about Europe. It's not about Germany, Russia. They control all these other countries. They control the U.S. They're just trying to be able to get all these psyops and everything in motion to be able to allow us to beat ourselves to death and then ask for a handout and, you know, fall in line to what they want. And when people start realizing this and start opening their eyes, they'll start to be able to see what's really going on, you know, in a, in a smaller picture, but in the larger picture, there's nothing you can really do. You have to, you have to let this thing play out because we're so far in depth or so deep into this hole that you know the only thing you can do is um like our friend said uh, uh, try to climb out of that hole and when you wait for somebody to throw you a rope all that hole does is just get deeper you have to keep on trying to climb out of that hole no matter how many times you fall down and you have to bring the light to the world you have to explain to them you have to talk to people you have to try to open up a dialogue to be able to explain and show people what is going on and why we need to, you know, basically start our own, um, our own businesses, our black market businesses, whether it's selling apples, you know, and you're not giving the government a cut. Uh, it's trying to get away from this fiat currency, trying to be more independent and self-sufficient um, and that's one thing that's they've taken from us, or they haven't taken it. We willingly gave up our right to self-sufficiency and the ability to be able to take care of ourselves. And for what? For an iPhone? For freaking you know five G? For all these different things? You know, Amazon each generation. Prime. Yeah, each generation had a new freaking bait and switch technique, and now we're in the digital age uh, of mass media. And everybody is, you know, like I can go right back to it. Everybody's so polarized. They want to fit in. But people feel more lonely now than ever because there's so many connections out there and they feel like they need to be a part of every single one. 
So they end up digging their heels into, you know, something that they don't research. They don't look into, they don't investigate. You have to investigate. You have to look into, you know, if, if everybody's jumping into a shit pile, maybe you might want to step back and give a little sniff to the air and be like, Oh shit, they're jumping in shit. I was about to do that. No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that like I, you mentioned, uh, you know, having an open line of communication and, and speaking to, have you ever tried to express logic to someone that's on the extreme left? Oh yeah. <laughs> How did that go? Uh, very, very one-sided. And as always, I'm a racist. <laughs> yeah, well, that's basically how it went. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, well, that's the funny thing is that they they believe in something or some things at such a high level, and and these are things that they believe in that to the point where like you said, they're not even researching it. They're not even questioning it. And I, and I talk to, you know, have no facts to back anything up. It's yeah. And that's because it's not about facts. The, the MSM and everyone in this little group, this little big group makes it all about emotions and equality under the guise of, of equality. And I, I have people that I care about that I love, that are you know on the left and far left and i have i have tried to not even say like hey come over here you know the water is fine i'm just saying like hey i don't care you know where you get your news and information i don't care i'm not telling you to you know go watch fox news what i'm telling you is that it is just incredibly important for you to assume that the the MSM that the mainstream media is lying to you with everything that they say and if you assume that you are being lied to then you would be you would be so inclined to do research and to maybe listen to CNN MSNBC Fox News Sky News, you know, start listening to other resources. And then once you've gotten a a few different opinions, then you go do your own research and pull some articles and some actual data and then come to your own conclusion. But that is me being hopeful that people can still think for themselves. That's just being logical. (laughs) And logic and emotion conflict very, very harsh. Oil and water. Problem: Logic makes you think, and emotions make you act. Right. So they are doing this on purpose. It is by design, and just in that same vein, like these. Well, that's a whole other topic. But these same people are the same people that, like you said, gave away their freedom and gave away their liberty under the guise of liberty, under the guise of convenience and ease. And if you go up to anyone and say, hey, are you free? What do you, what do you think they'll say? No, they're not free. They're being oppressed in one way or another. 
Well, actually, that's probably true. But <laughs> they, they, what I'm thinking of is that if you if you went up to to someone and said, "Are are you a free man?" You know, they'd likely say yes and say, "Do you live a life of liberty?" And they'd likely say yes. And do you have w- water? They'd likely say yes. Do you have access to food? Yes. Do you have access to goods and services? Yes. Do you, you know, all these questions we'd ask them, they would say yes. But the truth is, is who's really in control of all those things? Yep. They're not. They could come home and everything could be turned off. They're on municipal water. Their, their fucking groceries are delivered by Amazon Prime. Their everything is out of their control. And this is where we were brought to. We were brought to this point. And we are at a point that this is dangerous, that we have lost all control. So just like you said, and this is kind of like, you know, in, in line with, with what you were saying, we, we all have, have goals in this little community that we have of, you know, owning land, actually owning land and getting off of municipal water and having your own water source having your own food, your own livestock, you know, true freedom, liberty, and ownership, having black market businesses of which you don't give fucking tax money to any of these crooked motherfuckers because the reality is that that's, we are feeding the beast that is oppressing us. And if we could get to a point where, you know, we could at least share this message with more people, they would at least start to question shit. That's all that I want people to do is just start to question shit. And that will lead them down the path of clarity. Yep. Sorry, that was a little rant there. <laughs> no, that was fine. Yeah, you were you were talking about uh how, you know, do you have water, do you have this or that? It was reminding me of what uh the California governor or mayor uh, LA or one of them. Um, if you had a group of people during this whole pandemic over at your property, they'd shut off your water. <laughs> I, I heard about that. I heard it, that's, that's a little ridiculous, a little, yeah. little to, uh, totalitarian dictatorship. Completely. Yeah. That's, that is the time that we're living in. And honestly, we're, Think about where we are with guns, too. Like, you know, guns, the ultimate equalizer, aside from some other things, guns are the ultimate equalizer. And now I don't even know what to believe because I keep hearing that, like, oh, there's 8 million new gun owners. Not only people that have purchased guns in the past, you know, during the pandemic, 8 million new gun owners. Okay. So, Am I supposed to believe that, you know, guns and ammunition are almost completely unavailable and, you know, even, you know, guns, ammo, uh, BB guns and cutlery and like everything is being removed from big box stores and major metropolitan areas because there's 8 million new gun owners? Or is that something that's also by design to keep us from being able to access these types of, uh, of things? 
Yeah. I mean, they, they turned off the valve on our supply line when it comes down to shutting down everything around the world, uh, stuff to be able to make primers, stuff to be able or raw materials to be able to make primers, um, brass, copper, lead, gunpowder, you name it. And it's basically brought everything to a standstill. Um, there's a high end, um, weapons, uh, light or light and, um, optics manufacturer that is waiting on parts to come in from Taiwan to be able to assemble, uh, to be assembled here in the U S electronic parts. And they might have the glass, they might have the, uh, the laser, uh, projector diode, whatever you call it, but they're missing the circuitry. Uh, so they can have a shell or a husk, but they can't send out any product because there's no way to be able to put together because they're still waiting on things to get out of quarantine uh, shipments, um, you know, at the ports of call, uh, basically sitting there and can't be touched for a couple months. I mean, you know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But guess who is getting all their ammunition orders fulfilled? The government. The police agencies, you know, all the federal departments. And it makes me laugh because the United States is not a country. It is a corporation. And each one of these alphabet agencies, FBI, CIA, NSA, all of them, they're actually not even literally a federal um, a, a federal entity. They are corporations that are being subcontracted yeah. out. So it, it always makes me laugh when, you know, they're like ATF, FBI, you know, is a federal agent. No, they're not. They're subcontractors to, you know, the U.S. Uh, corporation. So end of the day, you know, you have these three letter agencies that are all fictional, but we give them power because we believe, you know, that they have the right to be able to take away our rights and our freedoms and our liberties which is oh, completely fictitious. Oh, yeah. The ATF, the ATF basically is writing their own laws and making their own rules when they're not even supposed to be doing that. And, you know, judges and everybody else are enacting these, you know, communist um, dictator-style fucking laws and putting them in place and trying to restrict everything that you have. Every, every, every single American needs a long gun and a pistol, no matter what, whether it's to hunt, whether it's for protection, whether it's for recreation. If everybody is dangerous, it makes less, it makes more of a polite society. If everyone's dangerous, the government thinks twice about stepping on your neck and taking more of your rights away. So, you know, it's not a call to arms. It's not a rebellion or a fight against the system that you know is standing on our necks it is a god-given right and should be mandatory in the united states for everybody to have you know a firearm and fuck give them every give everybody a you know a stimulus gun Let's just say everybody gets a fucking high point. It's American made. It's shitty, but it does go bang every time. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it's a mandatory. A magnet, <laughs> a magnet won't stick to it, but still, it's <laughs> it goes bang. Way too much material for the slide and looks ugly and everything. But at the end of the day, you know, that's your welfare gun. 
Yeah. And it should be well, mandatory that you have it on you. And I think, and I'm not a big person on fines, but I think it should be a fine if you don't have it on you. <laughs> well, no, I I completely agree. That's that's one thing that uh, I would never have to worry about being fined. Um, but I uh, I agree, and the way I I see it is that uh, it is not only a right, but it is the responsibility of the individual and um i'll I'll say that i every single day not only if i walk outside of my house if i walk out of the threshold of my bedroom i have a pistol on me and i have a long gun in the car and it's it all started with the whole like active shooter Mm -hmm. thing i had just this fear that there would be an active shooter and I would be outgunned with, you know, my little sidearm. And so that's kind of where it started. Then I realized, you know, kind of where we are as a country and started reading into, you know, the last hundred years. And damn, I mean, I I should have a long gun strapped to my back with a plate carrier on. And, and I, I, you know, I know we talk about like, you know, we all, need to practice how to be as dangerous as we possibly can but I know I've said this before and I'll say it again that it's not like you said it's not a call to action it's not a call to be aggressive or abrasive I think every single person in in the country um, in our country has a responsibility but they have a responsibility to be the most caring, compassionate, loving, dangerous motherfucker that they could ever possibly be. Hundred percent agree. To find the balance of of that, and there is a, a balance in that. I want to take one one quick little step back though. So you mentioned uh, like the NGOs being, um, you know, businesses, yep. right? And the uh, um, uh, you know, feds and all that, they're companies, right? That's that's all they are. Um, police, um, uh, what do you call it? Police uh, units, stations, or whatever you want to call them, like police agencies, sorry. Uh, <laughs> police agencies are actually um, businesses as well. And they're not held to... Uh, to regulations like it, it just it it shows how everything is it just it all gets back to money and money is control and control is leverage and leverage is it's just this circle it's this paradigm and uh it's it's sad but um if there was some type of uh, stripping of the second amendment rights in this country. The, the reality is that uh, looking at the numbers, there would be no way that, that, and I've run this over in my head a thousand times. I'm like, how would they ever pull it off? And I don't believe that they could because we're looking at like 430 million guns that are in this country and that's not including all the printed guns, 
all the uh, 80% guns, all like all the other firearms, all the, you know, machine guns that, you know, weren't formed before May of 1986, <laughs> uh, you know, all those guns that are out on the streets. So, but let's just say that the numbers are correct, 430 million, okay? And um, out of those 430 million guns, an estimated 16 to 20 million are AR-15s and AK-47s. And um, I think you you had, uh, maybe it wasn't in a conversation with you. Um, did you have a, a guess of how many firearms uh, law enforcement accounts for? Yeah, you, you mentioned that to me. I What is that? 14 million so 1 million amongst sheriff deputies police 1 million oh 4 million if you include all federal agencies all uh agents of you know ATF uh, like you know every agency so we're talking in if if a confiscation was to occur, then let's be honest, they're not going to be grabbing you know ATF tech agents to to do this shit, right? So let's say an estimated one to four million um, firearms that uh, um, are in the hands of law enforcement. I don't know how many are in the hands of uh, of military, but. Uh, a, a confiscation or a registration or, or a, a something of that scale would be almost impossible. I, I cannot find a way in my head that that would work out that does not put us, the civilians, at the advantage. And one last thing, not to say that, you know, like getting into conflict with uh, Leo's is a good thing. No one wants that. I'm just talking, you know, Talking about a subject in Minecraft, um, mm-hmm. but if uh, if I hear someone say one more time, yeah, but you can't fight against the military. The military has you know drones and 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 lasers and phasers and blazers. And th- if I hear that shit one more time, I'm gonna go crazy because if that were the case, then we would have just spent two fucking decades fighting against guys with AKs wearing fucking bathrobes and flip-flops. Yep. Guerrilla warfare, my friend. I I love the fact that when I try to explain to people, they're like, yeah, the military would never come on, you know, U.S. soil and fight its own people. Military, the cops would never do this. So-and-so. And, you know, there's a lot of people that wouldn't go wouldn't follow these uh, unlawful orders but look at the police they are upholding these these you know these messed up laws and mandates and the only reason why is because they're going to collect a paycheck and they can keep on feeding their family or themselves it's about yeah. self preservation and when you look at who can feed you or who can, you know, give you your finances or provide resources for you. You're going to, you're going to work for that side. Oh, wow. My immediate family will be protected and fed, you know, taken care of. 
if I if I follow these unlawful orders. Well, guess what? The most dangerous person in the end of the world is going to be a family man because he's not going to let his kids or his family freaking starve and die. He's going to do whatever it takes to be able to keep on providing for them, whether it's right or wrong. And there's going to be no sympathy. You know, there might be sympathy, but it's going to be a fleeting thought because guess what? It's me versus you. It's my survival against yours. And, you know, you would like to think that a lot of these these police officers would take a step back and say, no, we're not going to enforce this. But then they become unemployed. I respect the hell out of these uh, these sheriffs and these different police agencies around the country that say, you know what, we're not going to enforce any of this freaking dictator totalitarian uh, totalitarian laws. Um you know, that that they're trying to put in place. We will not enforce them, plain and simple. Yeah. And I support I, I support my law enforcement. I, I support, you know, a lot of the people in the, you know, the three letter agencies. But at the same time, there's an oath that they have taken and it's to our our country and our constitution. And if you break that oath, you should automatically be stripped of your your ability to be able to maintain law and order you should not be able to have that ability anymore and you should be stripped from that never never allowed to be able to do that again yeah no i agree it's it's the equivalent of being a traitor and what are our laws on the books for traitors freaking line them up and shoot them we don't do that but where it is is if you yeah we have at one point but we don't have a government in place. We don't have patriots. We don't have constitutional government. Um, you know, we're a republic. We're not a democracy. There's a big difference. Um, it's just, I don't know, it brings a tear to my eye when I think about it. And, you know, I was so proud to serve my country. And then I started opening up my eyes and seeing what we're really doing. We're not putting stability in anywhere. We're just fighting for natural resources. That's literally all it is. Mm. We're the new Rome. And Rome fell. We will fall too. And we got to figure out what we're going to do to be able to, you know, strap our bootlaces up and how we're going to rebuild. And the way we need to rebuild, hopefully we're not taken over and, you know, being oppressed. Hopefully we're able to rebuild and rebuild it with a, uh, a stronger constitution. Um, but that will only last for so long. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, looking at um, the, the possibility of, you know, Leo's being traitors, I, I think that uh, it's polarized where people say, you know, oh, they would never do that, like you just said, right? Or, or, you know, oh, who knows? Maybe half of them will do it. You can never predict what somebody or some people are willing to do when they are literally starving and dying of thirst. Mm-hmm. You know, all all that shit goes out the window. Has There's has anybody ever heard of a Donner Party? Just kind of curious, because when you're hungry, you might end up eating your buddy. 
Yeah. Frick, um, what was it? Um, uh, cavalry um, back in the Wild West. Uh, when there was no water, what do you think they did? They freaking put their little canteen cups underneath their freaking horse and drank horse piss. When you're when you're desperate, you will go through extreme lengths to be able to, you know, for survival. We have a survival instinct for a reason. It kicks in. Some some people, it's freaking on 24-7. Other people, it kicks in whenever, you know, it finally becomes, you know, time to panic. And, you know, rightly or justly or unjustified. And, you know, you can see this with the mob mentality. You can see this with everything going on. I think we need we need people we need an open line of communication with people and we need to get people out of their bubbles out of their their little cliques because the more people that stay in their cliques the less likely they are to listen to outside information to build a broader perspective to paint you know with more colors on the canvas and get a well-rounded view on everything that's going on it's it's embarrassing that you know this point in history you know we we have we are or we have the most racism that's ever been ever in existence at just this one point in time in history and i and i love it because you know there's gay people that are millionaires and billionaires there's black people millionaires billionaires asians you name a uh, you name a race uh, and, you know, who consumes it? White people. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course, we're super racist. The racism, look at their politicians. Look at who has been inside of freaking, you know, Congress since back in the day when there was segregation. And, you know, it, it's ridiculous because these were the people that were putting those laws in place. They were supporting them. Yeah. And but, you know, all of a sudden, the tides turn a little bit and you think these people are like, oh, you know what? I see the merit in, you know, in uh, segregation. No, they were forced into it. And guess what? They started pandering more. And, you know, oh, yeah, we're on your side. Freaking what? In the 90s, every politician. Oh, hell no, gay marriage. Screw that. Screw that. That's an abomination. That's an abomination. You know, that's going to destroy families. Okay, I don't know how that's going to destroy families, but yeah, whatever. And then in the 2000s, every single one of those politicians, oh yeah, I've always been for gay rights and I've always supported. I've always No, you haven't. Look at Joe Biden. <laughs> that corrupt guy. It's it's embarrassing all these things that, you know, should be holding him back from running for office. Uh, because technically he should be on open investigation. And if you're uh, under an open federal investigation, you're not able to run for public office. But, you know, I guess you can pardon yourself when you become the fake president-elect. It is embarrassing. He, there's child, uh, uh, child sex trafficking rings that follow... Uh, these large political groups like the DNC, uh, Democratic National uh, Conventions and stuff like that. And nobody puts two and two together. Um, all these screwed up stories about sexual perversion on, on children, 
on how they use these things to be able to blackmail people, to be able to, you know, influence and manipulate them uh, to be able to stay in power. Oh, you're one of us now. You know, this corruption in this is disgusting. It's a cesspool. And it it seriously needs to be washed away. Yeah. I know, man. It's crazy to see where the world is right now. Is honestly, it's sad. Whatever happened to Jeffrey Epstein? You know, he didn't kill himself. He was murdered. I heard he's he's still hanging out somewhere. Yeah. Either he was murdered or they, they, Osama bin Laden him where he's living freaking, you know, somewhere else and he's not in prison and he's not dead. You don't know. But at the end of the day, all the people that went to his, you know, child pedo island and all these politicians, all the, you know, what was it? The prince uh, of England or the, whatever prince in England it was that was associated with it. The Clintons. I mean, you name uh, somebody in politics or of wealth and power. And they were part of this guy's, you know, inner circle, his group. And how is it that nobody's talking about this? And there's no investigation. Everything gets dropped. Why? Because the people in charge are able to say, yeah, stop looking into it. Why? Because we said so. (laughs) Do you want more fiat currency? (laughs) Oh, by the way, I actually heard something that I found remarkable that about 26 and a half percent of all the money we have ever printed in the 244 years that this country has been in existence 26 and a half percent of it was printed this year oh yeah i heard that also but you know they said there that's not inflation and there's plenty more room to grow yeah, you keep on inflating that balloon, and the balloon's going to pop. And when that balloon pops, it's going to be just like back in, uh, uh, what was it, the, the 30s. Um, you know, there's going to be bread lines, economic collapse. But it's all designed. It's all put into place to be able to keep on pulling the wealth from the people and giving it to a small upper percent or uh, upper percentage of people that are just falling in line and just doing as they're told. Control and power is what they want. Money doesn't mean anything because with control and power, they can do anything they want. Yeah, I think also they're, they're, money has gotten to the point of control and power and vice versa. It's like a, uh, an ever living, uh, just, <laughs> um, you know, Ferris wheel. Oh yeah. It's a sad state we live in right now, but you know what? We still have more rights and freedoms than any other country in this world. And we're on the verge of losing all of them. And we need to really, really dig in. And take a stand. We, we need to, we need people to start looking at their constitution. We need people to start looking inside themselves. We need people to start looking outside themselves and looking for the truth, the knowledge, the facts, the information. 
because if you keep on getting fed information and that's your whole life, what do we do with cows? What do we do with pigs and chickens? We feed them. We feed them, we feed them, and then we harvest them. Do you want to be cattle? Do you want to be a commodity? Or do you want to be, you know, the captain of your own boat, the captain of your own industry? You can make your own industry. Start macrameing, make macaroni pictures, sell them, you know, do whatever you can. But you need to find your independence. You need to find, you know, the American dream is not given. The American dream is made by your blood, sweat, and tears. Nothing can be given to you. I'm sorry, little Timmy. You're not getting a participation trophy. You guys fucking lost. (laughs) I hope that fucking burns, and I hope that makes you want to fucking try harder next time because you're not getting shit. There's winners and losers, plain and simple. Yeah, but now we're basically teaching the the world how to be just the softest soy boys ever. So let me get your your thoughts on something before we uh, before we wrap it up. I'm gonna wake up my family if I keep uh, <laughs> if I keep being any louder. Um, Can I get some kind of Alex Jones outburst from you? <laughs> Uh, I want to hear you slam the desk. <laughs> if that wouldn't wake up my family, I would totally do it. And it, I would have to yell how the frogs are gay. Oh, yeah, the frogs are gay now. It's a damn shame. <laughs> Next, they're going to legalize gay frog marriage. Oh, my God, what's the world coming to? <laughs> so, what are some... Uh points that you want to hit on before we go. Uh, oh, you know, while you think about that, you know what would be dope? What? Is if we had, um, you know, like questions uh, where people could post a comment and ask, ask like, questions and we could address them on our next podcast. I think... Um... We'll try to figure out how to be able to to arrange that. Might have to go on the key base uh, to be able to do that. But, um, yeah, or maybe start a uh, parlor account and go from there. Uh, some, some talking points, some thought points. Food for thought. Let's see. Um, if you don't own a firearm, procure one. If you don't own ammo, get some. Um Buy yourself a pellet gun. Yep, all legally, all above board. Um, Get yourself a pellet gun. Point twenty-two, very good. Survival situation. You can harvest, you know, small game. Um, There's nothing that you can do overnight. If you live in the city, sorry about your luck. Um, If you live somewhere where you at least have a little bit of grass, um, if you can grow it. Um, start trying to grow your own food. Everything is a step. Every step, you know, whether you falter, you fall down, you're able to learn from your mistakes and, you know, write yourself and keep on moving forward. Once you have a good grasp on that subject, move to another subject. Don't try to burden yourself with too many things on becoming independent and self-sufficient. Work on one thing at a time. 
And once you're confident in your abilities, um, create a logbook. Write down the information that you've learned and, you know, keep everything moving because, you know, you're, you'll be able to recreate those same things through your failures and become better at uh, being a little bit more self-sufficient. That's basically all I, all I can really think to say. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I second that. And uh, I second that, you know, being self-sufficient is by far one of the most important and underestimated um, parts of this. You know, we could, we could talk about guns all day. We could talk about gear all day. You know, but what, actual true benefit is it going to be now and leading up to that type of time frame uh, where you'll need those uh those skills no but uh well um i mean it's been light i uh i appreciate your time on the phone i think it's been a blast and i know we're probably just, you know, it's easy for us to go through and talk, talk through uh, all this stuff. So it's always a pleasure, my friend. That's pleasure is mine. All right, dark. It sounds like the lights are going out where you're, uh, where you're at. <laughs> yep, yeah. It's uh, time to go night night now. So. All right, brother. You have a wonderful night, and we will, uh, we will figure out something on. Uh, be able to get some chats uh, or comments and questions for upcoming subject matter. All right, my friend. As yeah. always, have a great night. It, be safe and be dangerous. You